Welcome to Empowering Rare, the podcast for women's empowerment topics, women of business, women rock stars, women activists, and all women of every level trying to step it up in their life to be leaders wherever that shows up. If you have known Happy Finger in the past, you know I'm all about the way the brain works and neuroscience, and I want to bring that spin on everything woman. So if you're ready to buckle in and get some exciting information about being the best possible woman you can be in your life in every area, please stay here and listen in each week. I hope you guys are doing fantastic today and I hope that you love today's episode and that you're not too mad that it's a little late. (laughs) Want to be real with you guys and let you know I have had my hand in so many projects that it has been such a struggle lately to get to podcasting and that really hurts my heart because podcasting I really enjoy because I love bringing fresh new and exciting content to you all the time. If you're not already following me on Instagram to see what I'm doing, please go and find Happy Thinker there. Also, I am working on LinkedIn. I'm currently working on a coaching workshop that will be released soon if you want to be part of that. It's beneficial for both leadership, self-development, and business. So if that's something that interests you, please go check that out. You will find all the advertising for that on my Instagram as well as on my website, happythinkerlifecoach.com. So guys, to jump into today, I want to talk about a topic that's really bothering me. It's bothering me personally, but I think it's bothering me because it's on a very big scale hurting and hindering the progression of women moving forward in the world. What I mean is that there are a lot of things that have happened in human rights and the women moving into a position where we are starting to have the equal rights opportunities that we should rightly have as, you know, to be honest, just another human on the planet. Every human should have the access, right, and respect to do all the same things. Vote, have really great job opportunities, be paid the same amount. I think everything should be based on what you earn as a human, not what you earn as anything else. There is no such thing. You shouldn't have to earn something just because you are born that way or aren't born that way, for instance. So what I want to talk about today is competition versus collaboration. So in any field where lots of women work together, I have noticed kind of two ideals that stick out as the way women work together. The first of which I love. When I've seen this in a work environment of any kind, I get so excited. It's where the women are very supportive of each other, where they're working towards growth, and they keep a very professional demeanor. The other is when women work together, they may be friends, they may socialize with each other, 
but they they kind of you've probably seen this before they start talking about each other in a way they start and this all comes from a competition mindset versus a collaboration mindset when you start competing with the people within your field or close to your field and you start competing against them instead of just like a friendly competition is fine that's good it helps you know fuel you up get you pumped up that's fine but when you're competing with another woman and this is why this is important for women especially when you're competing with another woman nobody is winning the reason why no one is winning is because women already have enough people to compete with to be honest jobs career salary opportunities and rights in general were hard fought for women to even have so when you see another woman winning and you start competing with her or being jealous of her and that breeds this feeling of of discontent towards another woman you're not helping you and you're not helping her and we're not helping womankind out at all because we have enough people to compete against. We do not need to compete against each other. In fact, if anything, when you see another woman winning, you should be like, hell yeah, I want to do what she does, but let me figure out how she did it and then work with my own stuff to get there. This is what I want to talk about today. Collaboration versus competition and exactly how the mindsets for our brain, if we can change them up, change perspectives, we can change an entire generation of what is perceived okay for women, what is perceived about women, and we will open up doors for so many great things to happen in the world when we can change some things about the way we treat each other. In many circles, this is already something that is happening, but I still see it way, way too much about when, even when we look at each other in an outsider perspective, like you walk into a room with another woman, there are a couple of thoughts you might have towards that particular woman, but a lot of them I've noticed, if you take a poll of the way women feel about each other, if you see someone that has something that you think you should have, like if they're thinner or prettier or they seem more intelligent or they have whatever, it doesn't mean that they are prettier, that they are thinner or that they have something you don't. It means that you perceive it that way. And automatically, this defensive mechanism goes up against each other as if we're competing against each other, as if resources for these things that we want are so limited. This is a lack mentality, that we lack something and there's only a limited amount of it in the world. If you think about that in a logical perspective, it's crazy. There's not a limited amount of anything. There might be limited jobs or limited career opportunities. And you might fight really hard to get one of those positions, and that's good. But if another woman gets it over you, a woman is still in a higher position than she was before, and that's a win. We need to cheer each other on. We need to collaborate with each other. We need to key into the idea that moving our race forward our gender race i guess you could call it forward is much much more important 
than one setback to us individually. The collective is more important than the one in terms of support. Because when you create a a world view that every woman can give a handout to every woman, we are way stronger as a gender than weaker. For far too long, the quote-unquote Boyd's Club has existed where men give a hand to another man because he's a man. Where is the love when it comes to women giving that same automatic respect to each other? How can we expect the world to take us seriously and give us the respect that we demand as our right as a human if we don't even give it to each other? If you treat something a certain way, the world will see you treat it that way and treat you the same. So let's talk about competition versus collaboration. So what is this about? The concept that emerges from women competing with each other and being rivals. This female rivalry we talk about in all kinds of media. They talk about women competing with each other. They vocalize this as something funny or something you see in sitcoms. Women bickering against each other or women talking and gabbing and gossiping. These kinds of concepts and these kinds of messages we send to each other that this is an okay thing only perpetuates the idea that women should be held to a higher standard, judged more harshly, that there's only one spot for a woman at the table in leadership, in business, in any form that isn't a woman's world, quote unquote, there's only one spot for a woman, so you have to fight each other to get it. This one spot at the table mentality comes from a belief, a mindset, that diversity is required by law, It's something that's made as a have to, but not because it's beneficial or useful. This is ridiculous. And this is a deep-seated mindset. Many women now work hard to be more competent, stronger, more capable than men. As if we have to compete to be that. You're already just as strong as a man just as competent as a man, just as capable of a man. This long-standing belief is so embedded in our culture that even if you don't outwardly say that this is how you feel and you may completely feel like you voice against it, you're fed these messages that it can be internalized. This is called internalizing sex sexism. And this is something that's way more common than you might realize, and you might even identify it in yourself after this podcast. This is a long passed down chain of beliefs that women have a rightful place, and it's not at the top, and it's not in leadership, and it's not in areas where women hold any power or influence. This outwardly may not be your intention, but it comes out subconsciously. You see it everywhere. These messages where toys in sections that are sold to kids at a young age. 
The kinds of toys girls get are cooking, cleaning, princesses that need to be saved, and makeup kits where we value beauty over any other potential. You see it in the types of compliments people give women versus men about beauty, style, or a surprise compliment when a woman displays intelligent conversation or skills in a particular area, especially in one that is more man-dominated. Unfortunately, this social norm is conditioned in our culture so much and has been for so long that it manifests in women competing with each other, judging each other so harshly. In fact, studies show that women and men judge women more harshly than men every single time when it comes to promotions, when it comes to negotiating pay, when it comes to women taking care of anything Women are always judged more harshly than men, even by other women. Women don't mean to do this to each other, but we are conditioned by the culture around us that says that our rightful place is not in influence, is not in world changing, is not in decision making. These are concepts that we need to change on a cultural level. These internal sexisms can display by rivalry everywhere, women competing with other women, as if this one seat at the table really exists. But when we do this, we continue to multiply the idea that this is true and that we can't break through that glass ceiling, that if we help each other out, we create more seats at the table for each other instead of us fighting over the one. Why would we let this idea that there should only be one of us in a boardroom at a table of other men. One of us in politics making decisions on the way the future goes of whatever country we live in. One of us in a field of engineering where we're creating things that propel the future forward. Why would we continue to perpetuate the idea that there shouldn't be more spots for each other? When we compete against each other, we say one seat is enough. And only one of us can have it. And that's going to be me. When we collaborate, we say, let me create more room for more of us to move into a higher position together. Women do this to get ahead of each other in a world that is subconsciously a man's world. These subconscious beliefs give the message that men are the real leaders and women must be like them to get ahead and get a leadership role. We even take on these concepts that women should be more masculine to be in a leadership role, be stronger. And if they're not, if they're more feminine or more emotional or more quote unquote delicate, then they're not a leader. We talk about things like girl boss and we use power words to display that we are powerful We're powerful no matter what form of woman we are. Our ideals are no less valuable just because they don't come from a masculine mindset. Your ideas and beliefs are all valuable as women. But in order for those ideals and beliefs to be heard, we have to perpetuate a collaborative environment amongst each other. To do this, to solve this problem, there's many things we can do in our regular day life to promote this, to make sure that we as women are giving a hand up to other women. Strong women see a woman struggling and they give their hand to help them pull up to the same level, not push them down to be on top. 
This is not the way to move forward in human rights, in the woman's issues that we deal with and fight with on a daily basis. You see it in every area of our culture where women are still amplified as these delicate, feminine little things that only need salvation and beauty is the truest value of a woman. You are more valuable than just your beauty. Your heart, your mind, your ideas, your innovation, your ability to impact change, to make decisions, to hold together community is much deeper and much more valuable than anything the world says you have to offer. But yet that's not the message we receive. We don't even receive it as a young child. There aren't toys available to girls in most sections that have anything to do with her ideas or her mind. And if there are, they're pushed to the back or the side because they're not as pretty or or pink and purple as they should be. But yet these are given to boys at ages of three, five. This is a problem. So how do we change it? For one, Advocating for other women is always the best solution instead of competing with her. Amplify other women's ideas and suggestions in settings where women aren't being heard or maybe women's voices seem much softer. Make sure that when you see a woman is being interrupted in a meeting or in a social group, you ask her to finish her thoughts, giving her the open floor to share her ideas and the things that come from her mind. Other great ways to solve this problem is things like mentorship of younger girls or other women. Working together to improve on your weaknesses and your strengths. Maybe you see one woman is good at something that you're not. Swap skills. You have something to offer her too. The more we collectively help each other and you have valuable knowledge and skills that other women need and we share these, the more the culture changes because when things become widely known and accepted in a group of people it changes the way other people view that gender that race that ethnicity that background that person of influence it's all based on the things that are widely accepted by the collective group of people so if we can raise the knowledge and awareness of skills and things women know and have known for a long time but we raise the understanding that this is a cultural norm not something rare in a woman then we can then change the way other people look at us as as a gender and as a community working together to improve our weaknesses is a great way for us to form bonds and connections with each other too this gives us the ability to support each other and cheer each other on on a very personal level showing the authenticity of our connections with each other and the strength of our bond this proves the effect effective change and influence that we have as leaders publicly being able to grab people together and move them in the right direction being mentors creates an opportunity for other women at the table and advocates for them Make sure we're amplifying these things, socially, publicly announcing the amazing things women are doing and the things that we stand for and women's concerns too. A lot of times the ideas are heard from women, but maybe not the problems that we bring up to the table because a lot of times we bring up hard issues that others don't necessarily want to tackle, but they need to be talked about. Women have an opportunity for change in this area specifically. 
So don't be quiet. When you see other women who are not giving the spotlight, give them the spotlight too. And they'll do it back to you. The more that we perpetuate a community, not a competition, the more we can stand together for change. The more that we can change the way that things are working in the world for girls. For the way that we have more potential than just what we look like. We have come a long way in rights for women, but we still have a very long way to go. Competition with each other is not going to help us get there. Collaboration with each other will. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you loved all the content I brought to you and I have so much more to give. So keep listening in for my newest podcast and I hope to talk to you real soon. Happy finger out today, guys. Have a wonderful week.